0: Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Um, I just wanted to say a few things about Rick I met him um, several years ago at a at a workshop in New Orleans and he did the concepts and he, if if you have not heard Rick tell the concepts it's like somebody telling you about step one he makes it sound so easy and so um, I met him again at a regional service seminar and then um, I was so delighted that everybody at area assembly was willing for him to come again so that we could hear him so um, I would like to introduce Rick B he is the executive director of the World Service Office Hi everybody.
1: Hi. I'm uh I am Rick Be- and I'm a grateful recovering member of the Worldwide Fellowship of Al Anon, which includes of Al Anon family groups, which includes Alateen. And um, I want to just do a couple of things um, quickly at the beginning because we're gonna start we have a couple minutes early and so uh for those people who um, may straggle in um, THEY'LL MISS IT. Um, (coughs) uh, I TALKED ABOUT THIS THIS MORNING. THIS LITTLE BOOK, THE ALLEN FAMILY GROUPS, IS GOING TO COME TO EACH ONE OF YOUR GROUPS. IT COMES TO YOUR CURRENT MAILING ADDRESS. NOW, SOME OF YOU USE YOUR GROUP REPRESENTATIVE AS THE CURRENT MAILING ADDRESS OF YOUR GROUP. THAT'S NOT REALLY THEIR JOB. THEY ONLY GET THAT BY DEFAULT BECAUSE WE HAVE TO HAVE SOMEBODY TO MAIL THE MAIL TO. But that can be a service job for somebody other than the GR, but you want it to be somebody who is a faithful attender of the group because they're supposed to bring the mail back and forth from the World Service Office and from the Assembly, and that's how you know. Four years ago, we started printing this book separately again. This book was originally written by Lois. She wrote it in 1960 to tell members how to start a group. So if you have this, you can start a group anywhere in the world. And when we translate material, when you send money to the World Service Office and we go into a new country, we translate this book first to tell people HOW TO GET GROUPS GOING, AND SO FORTH. THERE'S ALL KINDS OF INFORMATION IN THIS uh, BOOK, INCLUDING SOME RECOVERY INFORMATION. AND IN MY GROUP, WE BUY THESE FOR THE MEMBERS, AND THEN THE MEMBERS, IF THEY WANT THEIR OWN COPY, PAY A DOLLAR. IT'S exorbitant. THEY PAY A DOLLAR, AND THEN THEY BRING THEIR COPY BACK AND FORTH. BUT WHEN WE HAVE THE MEETING, WHEN THE MEETING STARTS, the opening is in, the, in this book, and instead of having one authority read from that big binder thing that you can't find half the time, and all the pieces of paper that fall out of it and all, we all have the same thing, and so we all read from the book. And my group, and you don't have to do this, but my group actually takes turns and we each read a paragraph. SO THE GROUP WELCOMES EVERYBODY INSTEAD OF JUST THE CHAIRPERSON OF THE MEETING. AND OF COURSE, THEN WE DO EVERYTHING LIKE EVERYBODY ELSE. WE READ THE STEPS, WE READ THE TRADITIONS, uh, AND SO FORTH. THIS ALSO HAS THE OPTIONAL READING. SO IF YOU'VE BEEN LOOKING FOR THE THREE OBSTACLES TO SUCCESS IN al IT'S NOW BACK IN THIS BOOK. THE FOUR PRIMARY IDEAS IN THE STEPS ARE IN THIS BOOK. Understanding Ourselves, and Alcoholism are in this book. So all of those readings that you like to read, that uh, some of you read in your meetings, are all there. There's information on meeting topics, sponsorship, and so forth. And one other thing I want to tell you about this little book, and this is true of your new manual as well, for those of you who've read the manual over and over and over, and you know almost everything, call your sponsor (laughs) (sighs)
0: because
1: you're probably telling everybody at the meeting the same thing I know almost everything (laughs) yeah thanks see you next week anyway if you want to know what's new in the book see these dark see that dark line down the side see that big black line anywhere you see a black line in this book or this book it's either new or it's moved. Okay? So that's how you can tell when something's changed. So if you don't want to read the whole thing just read the black parts.
0: (laughs) Okay?
1: It'll make you interested enough. I think probably you'll go back and read the rest. Okay. And then one other thing um... We did add this time in the manual, several of you could never figure out where one thing started. And the manual, which is confusing to some people, is really four books. It is not one book. And that's why in different parts of the manual, it says different things. So it tells you what the duty of the GR is in groups at work as it relates to your group. tells you what you do in the group. WHICH IS NOT A LOT. i will TALK ABOUT THAT IN A MINUTE. BUT IN THE HANDBOOK, IT TELLS WHAT HAPPENS AT ASSEMBLY. AND SO THE ROLE OF THE GR AT ASSEMBLY IS DESCRIBED IN THE HANDBOOK. AND THEN THE DISCUSSIONS THAT HAVE TO DO WITH AL-ANON AROUND THE WORLD AND THE PRINCIPLES OR THE the policies that unite us that are are adopted by the World Service Conference are found in the Policy Digest. So if you're struggling with something on anonymity or can we put a poster somewhere or um, why can't we use AA literature in the meetings and so forth, it's in the Policy Digest. So you'll find it there. And of course, the last book, Um, IN THE MANUAL IS ON THE CONCEPTS OF SERVICE. AND MOST OF YOU HAVE HAD YOUR INTRODUCTION TO THE CONCEPTS THERE. AND IT'S REALLY EXCITING READING. (laughs) (laughs) Um, THE FIRST TIME I, I SPOKE ABOUT THE CONCEPTS, I SPOKE IN, I THINK IT WAS IN TORONTO IN 1995 And at the end of the session, this woman got up and she said, I've read those stupid things so many times, I thought it would take a lawyer to explain it to me. And you made it so simple. And we didn't tell her that I was a lawyer. So (laughs) not important. We don't disclose our outside things. Okay. Now we're going to talk about uh, the concepts. And I think uh, Sue offered several of you copies of the pamphlet. They have some more back in the back. Um, she's got a few more up here. Um, some of you have this version. You can see I used mine. Um, it's been around the world with me, but this is the old version. It's all basically, it's all basically the same uh, information. And most of the information that I'm going to share uh, with you is not according to Rick. It really is um, my understanding and insight having read um, all of the material that's been written on the concepts. Um, Now, we only have a certain amount of time today, so I'm going to try... um, I'm going to try to do this a little bit different. For those of you who were in New Orleans about, I think, 2003, we had a whole day. And so I spoke on the concept, and then I opened the floor, and people could come up and talk, and then we did the next one and so forth. Well, we obviously, we can't do that today um, because we don't have time for everybody to do it. But what I'm going to try to do uh, today is I'm going to try to do... Um, what I call clumps if any of you want to come and get one just come on up while I'm talking you you won't interrupt me I'm used to people not paying attention I taught school
0: (laughs) Um,
1: so um, anyway the um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk for a little bit and um, and then I'm going to open the floor and I'm going to ask uh, some of you to come up, and I'm not calling on you. So um, I'll tell you how you'll know in a minute that you're supposed to get up. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invite people to come up to the microphone and share. Now, in order to in order to keep this um, in order to keep this somewhat organized. Um, You can say your name. We don't need to know your home group. We'll get that tomorrow or later on. We don't care how many alcoholics you had in your life or what they're doing at the moment. We're not interested in that today. Uh, We'll talk to you after the meeting if you need to talk about that. And uh, we don't need, like, long history. So you need to try to keep your sharing to two to three minutes so that everybody gets a chance to talk. THAT'S BASICALLY WHAT I'M SAYING, OKAY? Um, AND IF YOU GET TOO LONG-WINDED, I'M GOING TO EXERCISE GROUP CONSCIENCE AND STOP YOU. SO IF I STAND BACK UP, THAT MEANS WIND IT UP, OKAY? NOW, um, THE THING IS, LIKE ALL AL-ANON MEETINGS, THERE IS NO AUTHORITY. AND REGARDLESS OF WHAT YOU MAY BELIEVE, I am not the boss of Al-Anon. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, I, I'm the executive director of the World Service Office. There are 50 people at the World Service Office who report to me, that Those, are the employees at the World Service Office. I am their boss, but I'm not the boss of Al-Anon, and the World Service Office is not the boss of the groups, and we're going to talk about that really soon. Um for those of you who are uh, fearful, he's never going to get through these uh, 12 concepts in two hours and a half. Um, don't worry. When we get to a certain point, we'll stop the audience participation and I'll just uh, go to the end. But for those of you who want more, um, if you go to the member website, there is a blog WHICH HAS BEEN REOPENED ON THE CONCEPTS. AND NOT ONLY CAN YOU READ A LONGER INTRODUCTION THAN WHAT I'M GOING TO GIVE RIGHT NOW, AND um, SOME INTRODUCTORY MATERIAL, BUT YOU CAN READ A LONGER VERSION OF WHAT I'M GOING TO TELL YOU NOW um, THERE, AS WELL AS YOU CAN SEE WHAT MEMBERS HAVE SHARED. Now, don't get excited if you see that they shared like two years ago, because what they shared is still valid. But if you go to the very end of the blog, you'll see people have been sharing again recently. And one other thing in that regard, all three of the blogs now, we have a blog on the steps, one on the traditions, and one on the concepts. Um, I wrote the sharings, the introductory sharings on the concepts. And then I said, that's it. EVERYBODY ELSE NEEDS TO BE HEARD. SO ON THE TRADITIONS, DIFFERENT MEMBERS OF THE WORLD SERVICE OFFICE, TRUSTEES AND STAFF WROTE THOSE SHARINGS. AND ON THE STEPS, WE HAVE A PODCAST. SO FOR THOSE OF YOU WHO DON'T LIKE TO READ, YOU CAN GO onto EITHER THE MEMBER WEBSITE OR THE PUBLIC OUTREACH WEBSITE AND LISTEN TO A PODCAST ON THE step. AND IT'S ABOUT 10, 12, 15 minutes long, three or four people share, so it's like a mini-meeting, and for those of you who, um, if you have somebody in your group who doesn't read well or is having trouble with reading and so forth, they can go on the website and listen, or you can pull it down uh, for them, and then they can listen um, to the podcast on the steps, and beginning in January, and I haven't really announced this yet. So, Cliff, pretend you've heard it. Um, we're going to start a, blog, a podcast on the traditions, and um, and if any of you are interested in participating in any of those podcasts, if you'd like to like participate <coughs> on a conference call and share maybe two to three minutes on a particular tradition what you need to do is go on the member website and on the member website, and if you don't know how to find it, I'm going to show you several places where you can find it in just a minute. On the member website, there's a thing that says Surveys. And if you click on the Surveys, it says Unlimited Abundant Resources. That's you. That's all of you. And what it wants you to do is open that survey up and tell us what your talents are, and tell us what you'd like to do, and tell us what you um, feel comfortable doing. And if you like to share on the traditions, put that in the thing. And then we use that um, we use that survey to send people an email and ask them if they would like to be on a podcast or to call you. And all of what I've told you up to this point. You certainly want to share in your groups and let people know in your groups that these things are there. They're all free. They're all tools for the fellowship, and they're all to help us hopefully get saner. I'm not there yet. Now, you, you said you'd tell us where to find the member website. Okay, if you look in your manual, and those of you who have blue ones have the same information. Look, open it up, anywhere and look at the bottom of the page. (laughs) On every page it says members website and the address is there. Okay? You can't lose it. All right. But let's say you did. YOU PUT IT IN THE BOTTOM OF THE BOX, AND NOW YOU CAN'T FIND IT. IF YOU OPEN UP THE PAMPHLET THAT YOU JUST BOUGHT, AND IT'S IN THE BACK THERE WHERE THE LEGAL PAGE IS, WHERE IT SAYS, FOR INFORMATION, A CATALOG OF LITERATURE. DO YOU SEE WHERE THAT IS IN THE BACK? SEE WHERE I AM? It's either in the very front or very back. I don't know where they've got it in that one. Some of them are in the back. Okay, see where it says the World Service Office, see Alanon Family Group Headquarters, Inc.? See that? Everybody, where I am? Go below that. See where it says email? Yeah. And then below that, it says website. That's the members' website. It is in every piece. Of recovery literature okay it's in every piece of recovery literature you say well why isn't it in the public outreach material well public outreach material is for who the public they're not yet members so they don't need to go to the members website so that's the secret information okay now When each of us came to the program, um, we were all seeking something, and if—and you'll hear me t- when I tell my story tonight um, talk a little bit more about why I didn't want to come and, and why I didn't think Al-Anon could help me, but when we first come into the meeting, Uh, MOST GROUPS ALWAYS READ THE STEPS. SO WE KNOW WHAT THE STEPS ARE ABOUT. WE KNOW THE STEPS ARE IMPORTANT TO OUR PERSONAL RECOVERY. WE UNDERSTAND THAT THE STEPS um, ARE THE KEY TO WORKING THE PROGRAM. BUT THE STEPS ARE ONLY ONE THIRD OF THE PROGRAM. AND I uh, WAS HAVING LUNCH WITH A COUPLE OF FOLKS uh, HERE IN THE ROOM uh, A FEW MINUTES AGO, AND SOMEBODY SAID, YOU KNOW, IT'S LIKE GOING TO THE GROCERY AND BUYING THREE BAGS OF GROCERIES. I THOUGHT THIS is A WONDERFUL ANALOGY. AND ONLY COOKING OUT OF THE ONE BAG. SO IF ALL OF OUR PROGRAM IS BASED ON THE STEPS, we STILL GOT TWO BAGS OF GROCERIES WE'RE NOT USING. AND THE STEPS ARE THE BEGINNING BECAUSE THEY HELP US FIND OUR PERSONAL RECOVERY. THEY HELP US TO LET GO OF THE ALCOHOLIC MOST OF THE TIME. <clears throat> THEY HELP THE ALCOHOLIC TO STAY ALIVE almost all the time (laughs) and um, they give us the way um, to heal ourselves and then we hear about the traditions now I don't know about the rest of you but in my group when people said we're having a meeting on the traditions that was the week people always thought they could miss Uh, you know and it was always so dull this let. You know, they read this thing and and it didn't really have any it didn't make any sense to me. But part of it was where I was because it was all about me and and I just didn't see what that had to do with it. But really the traditions are about how we work with one another within our group and within our families. And so they really are the guides for how we can um actually um find the unity that tradition one wants, and you know you you hear that tradition about we don't discuss outside things, we don't become involved in outside issues. I found that very helpful in my family, especially in November you know when it's when it's election time, and people are you know like I don't become involved in outside issues, you know, so you can say whatever you want and I don't have to answer it because I don't need to get in it. And it's helped me learn that when certain things start going on at work or whatever and somebody says something crazy, to go, hmm. BUT I DON'T HAVE TO GET INVOLVED IN IT. AND SO THE TRADITIONS TELL ME HOW TO WORK WITH OTHER PEOPLE, AND THEY TELL ME HOW TO FIND UNITY IN MY RELATIONSHIPS. NOW, THE CONCEPTS, AND THE pamphlet SAYS, uh, IT'S AL-ANON'S BEST KEPT SECRET, and, AND THAT'S REALLY TRUE FOR MOST OF US. BECAUSE WHEN YOU SAY YOU'RE GOING TO HAVE A MEETING ON THE CONCEPTS, People try to see whether or not surely there was a roach or something that ran across the floor and they need to go chase it. Or, um, or didn't you hear a car alarm go off or something? It's like anything to get out of there. But really, the concepts tell us how to work outside um, of our families and, and actually how to play in the world, how to be comfortable Uh, with the rest of the world. Um, And uh, within Al-Anon, the way that we really get the key of um, being able to communicate in the world is through service. Now, a lot of times, we don't really tell people that. We don't say that service is what allows us TO REALLY BE um, SUCCESSFUL IN ALL OUR AFFAIRS. YOU KNOW, you, YOU SAY TO PEOPLE IN THE GROUP, WE NEED A GR, AND EVERYBODY um, IS SURE THAT THE TOILET flushed, OR THEY NEED TO GO TO THE TOILET. OF COURSE, THAT'S WHEN WE USUALLY ELECT THEM. Um, SO, um, BUT WE DON'T REALLY SAY TO PEOPLE THAT SERVICE IS WHAT GIVES US RECOVERY. And we don't really, uh, we don't always um, talk about that in the groups. We don't say what, having been the GR, what being an area officer has done in terms of personal recovery. We We don't tell people that. But invariably, we tell about every character defect of everyone that we interacted with. Of course, we always leave ours out. Um, We tell about every fight, every battle, every boring report, but we don't tell what we got out of it. So when we go back to our groups and we're telling them what happened at assembly, it's important that we talk about what we got out of assembly in terms of our own personal recovery because that's really what service is about. And so the concepts are that guide that help us <coughs> learn to be comfortable, not only in our own skin, that's the steps, with others, which is the traditions, but in the world as a whole. Okay? And so as we go through this um, today, we're going to talk about why this stuff, we're going to talk about why it's important in al but we're going to talk about and what I want our focus to be on is why is this important to me? What does this mean to me? How can I use this in my own personal life? How can this help me be more successful? And um, if you think I know it all, I don't. And I learn something at every one of these workshops. Either it just comes in my head while I'm listening to one of you or one of you just says something that I never thought of before and, um, and that, that helps me and it's just like when I sponsor people um, they always say I hate to bother you and I keep thinking my program can't afford not to be bothered because I can't afford not to take the time to listen to you because of what it will mean to me and and see that's another thing that we don't tell people about sponsorship that sponsorship helps the sponsor as much as it helps um, the people that we're sponsoring because if we do it correctly it's a mutual growing relationship it's not a I'm the boss do what I tell you okay if that's what you're doing you need to call your sponsor If that's what your sponsor's doing, you might want to consider getting a new sponsor. okay? Because Al-Anon is about mutual support and growth. So we're going to talk now about the concepts, and I'm going to read the concept, and then we're going to talk about it. And those of you who have the book, you can read along, and and if I miss a word, then you'll know it. Uh, One of the things I didn't say before, but... I, I know none of you in Louisiana would do this, but you know, some parts of the world uh we get these people with outside issues and then when we read the steps or the traditions or whatever, they think it's okay to change the words. You know, they kinda get kind of free flowing and you know I'll talk about that tonight. But anyway, um the advantage of using the book and everybody having it Is when somebody goes off on loving mother earth or whatever we all know it's supposed to be God not to pay any attention so it it does help keep the unity even if they need to flow so we let them go all right concept one the ultimate responsibility and authority for Al-Anon World Services belongs to the Al-Anon groups now there are several concepts that most people know something about and this is one of them because people hear this and they say the groups have all the power case closed right we have the ultimate authority and we have the ultimate responsibility you have to ask us if you don't ask us you can't do it well that's sort of true right the groups do have the ultimate authority and the ultimate responsibility and In 1951, when Lois wrote to those first 86 groups, she said to them, do you all want to call yourselves AA family groups? And they said yes. And AA said, you can have everything but the AA name. You must be a separate entity. See, AA gets that, that we're supposed to be separate. We didn't always get that. See, we wanted to be tied to AA. But AA couldn't, see, AA only has one purpose to help people find or who want to stop drinking. They don't do anything for families, not what they're supposed to do. That's what we do. So the ultimate authority and responsibility belongs to the Al Anon groups. And from 1951 to 1961, Every time Lois and Ann wanted to do something, they wrote to the groups. And then the groups wrote back, usually about half. Now, some folks get really disturbed when they hear that only 50% did something. But I just want you to know that Lois was not silly. And 50 groups wrote back, and she said, that's 50. I'm moving. She didn't wait for the other 36. She didn't call them all up to say, where are you? You didn't respond. She said, the people who wanted to respond responded, move on. And that's really what happens in our assemblies. And that's what happens uh, in terms of the group conscience worldwide. So how does a group then today make its voice heard? Because after 1961, and we'll talk about this in Concept 2, But after 1961, there was a conference. So before 1961, the groups were heard by polling the groups. But that didn't work. And if you think about it today, it could be ridiculous if your group had to decide all of the issues about Al-Anon Worldwide. And, you know, so, IS THIS THE RIGHT COLOR FOR THIS PAMPHLET? HOW MANY SHOULD WE PRINT? Um, SHOULD IT HAVE A STAPLE IN THE CENTER? Um, DO YOU LIKE THESE GRAPHICS? I MEAN, CAN YOU IMAGINE WHAT THE MEETING... NOBODY WOULD COME BACK TO THE MEETING, RIGHT? SO IF THE GROUPS HAVE ALL THE AUTHORITY AND THEY HAVE ALL THE RESPONSIBILITY, HOW CAN THEY KEEP THAT? Well, the spiritual principle of concept one is if you want to hold on to power, you have to let it go. Sound familiar? See, We learned in step one, if you want to, if you want to gain control over your own life, you have to let go of the alcoholic. You have to admit that you are powerless over all these things that you thought you were controlling. And so what the group says, or what we say is, if we want to retain power as a group, if we want to be the ultimate authority, we have to be willing to let it go. It also talks in the concepts about the need for balance, that there has to be a balance in control. Now, if you think about it, when you first came to the meeting, um the first couple of weeks you heard you're not you didn't cause it, you can't control it, you're not gonna cure it and you thought, yeah, 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 yeah. And you you know, you'd remember that on the way home and then the alcoholic would appear and you would go back to your normal behavior. <clears throat> and every once in a while you'd get this glimpse of shut up. <laughs> Say, mm. I'm sorry you feel that way. You know, I mean, you get, you know, you get it. But for the most part, you didn't get it. But it was when you got a sponsor and when you called the sponsor to tell the sponsor what he's doing today or what she's doing, you won't believe what she did now. That the sponsor said, "And what are you doing?" See, they have all got the same manual, and we don't publish it. <laughs> But it was the idea that you had to let go. It didn't matter what they were doing. It's what you were doing that was the problem. That's what was causing the craziness for you. It is the same thing in concept one. The group has to let go of minutia. You can't get involved in little piddly details. I mean, are you all going to go help the GR pack for assembly? (laughs) You'll never get anyone to take that job. So how does the group then make its voice heard? It elects a group representative. okay, And that person's job is to take the voice of the group to the assembly. AND WHAT WE LEARN HERE, AGAIN, IS THE IDEA THAT EACH TIME WE LET GO OF CONTROL, WE STILL CAN RETAIN THE POWER. SO HOW DOES THE GROUP THEN GET ITS VOICE HEARD? WELL, YOU HAVE A BUSINESS MEETING. YOU DISCUSS THE ISSUES THAT ARE GOING TO BE DISCUSSED AT THE ASSEMBLY some more, some less, you know. Most of you don't care about the budget, you know. Can you imagine your group having this long discussion about the assembly budget? Just vote. We don't care. Whatever you think is right. Just can we get to the program? We want to have the meeting. i got to tell you what she did last night. Um, So it isn't about that, but we, gotta, WE HAVE TO GO NOW ONE MORE STEP, BECAUSE THE NEXT STEP THEN IS CONCEPT TWO. AND WHAT IT SAYS IN CONCEPT TWO IS THAT THE AL-ANON FAMILY GROUPS HAVE DELEGATED COMPLETE ADMINISTRATIVE AND OPERATIONAL AUTHORITY TO THEIR CONFERENCE AND ITS SERVICE ARMS. OKAY, THE GROUP HAS ULTIMATE RESPONSIBILITY AND Authority. They have now given complete administrative and operational authority. So, see how much they gave away? They gave away administrative and operational authority to the conference. Okay. We already said if we're going to, if we want to keep power, we have to let go. But what concept two tells us is. THAT IN TERMS OF MY BEING WILLING TO LET GO, I EXPECT SOMETHING. I EXPECT ACCOUNTABILITY. I WANT TO KNOW WHAT YOU DID. I'M NOT COMPLETELY LETTING GO. I STILL HAVE SOME RESPONSIBILITY AND AUTHORITY, SO FOR ME TO EXERCISE MY RESPONSIBILITY AND AUTHORITY I have to have accountability. Now, what Concept 2 envisions is that there be communication. And communication is what builds accountability. And, And we have to think about that in terms of our personal lives. You see, if I give you, if I'm if I'm your boss and I give you a job, is, is that the end of it? No. You're expected to come back and tell me what you're doing, you know, and what happens when you don't? Well, I'm knocking on your door going, what's going on with that project I gave you? What's happening with... With this thing, I don't I got to report to my boss. I don't know what's happening. So the idea is that we give we can give up responsibility, but in return we require accountability. You say, okay, well, what does that have to do with the group? WELL, HOW DOES THE GROUP GET ACCOUNTABILITY? Who, WHO GIVES THE GROUP A REPORT ABOUT WHAT HAPPENED AT ASSEMBLY? THE GR. IF THE GROUP HAS NO GR, WHAT DO THEY HAVE? NOTHING. Nothing. They, THEY'VE THROWN ALL THEIR RESPONSIBILITY AND AUTHORITY OUT THE WINDOW. THEY'RE, they're NOT INVOLVED. AND THEY CAN COMPLAIN But there's really no one to listen to them. Right? Remember that? Remember, you used to go in the bathroom, close the door, yell at the wall? It was as effective as yelling at the alcoholic. They couldn't hear you anyway. So, you know. But that's what happens when the group doesn't have a group representative, it has no one to carry its voice, it has no one to bring the voice back to the group. And so, if you give someone a job, then you want to define the level of accountability that you want. You need to tell them, I need reports. You may need to tell them how often you need reports. Do you need a report every day? Well, maybe if you're doing brain surgery, but, but you know, if you're... If you're compiling, uh, or, or if you're stacking cans in the grocery store, I probably don't need to know each time you put a can on the stack. I don't need you to run and tell me. I put another can up. I got two cases up now. I, I don't really need to know that. I might need to know um, I completed all the things that you gave me to do today. It took me three hours. Okay. Why, does that, why do I need to know that? WELL, BECAUSE THEN I KNOW IT TOOK YOU THREE HOURS, SO IF I GIVE YOU SOMETHING ELSE, THEN I KNOW HOW MUCH TIME THAT MIGHT TAKE AS WELL. SEE, YOU'RE TELLING ME WHAT YOU CAN DO. I'M THEN AWARE I CAN MAKE BETTER DECISIONS. SAME THING FOR THE GROUPS. NOW, WHAT WE HAVE TO BE CAREFUL WITH IN THE GROUPS AND IN OUR FAMILIES IS THAT WE SEND THE MESSAGE THAT THE ACCOUNTABILITY IS IMPORTANT, OKAY? now think about it here comes the GR back from the group bubbling over with information <coughs> wanting to tell you everything and the group says five minutes and don't make it boring
0: Okay.
1: so what are we telling the GR it's not important that jobs not important now we already told you we need you to go to assembly you're our voice you're our way to participate in and around the world this is really important and then you come back and we say hurry up well now think about our families if we give our children or if we give our spouses a job and they come back and they want to tell us about the job and we're watching television or, or reading the newspaper or cooking, whatever, and we're like, uh-huh, uh, that's nice, and it's clear we're not listening, then what we're saying is accountability doesn't matter. doesn't matter. And what we're really saying is what you're doing isn't really important. Now, how many of you want to do a job that's not important? I mean, who would sign up for that? I don't know about the rest of you, but i got enough to do. I don't, I don't need to be doing things that aren't important. There are a couple chairs up here if some of you want seats. Um, so concept two is important that we establish accountability and that by the way we act and interact with people, that we give them the idea that, that what they're telling us is important. If now isn't a good time, ask for another time. It's okay to say, John, I can't listen to you right now. Um, can we talk about this in 15 minutes? I'm, I'm just at a crucial part of getting dinner done, and uh, when I finish with this, I'll have time for you. Or could we talk about this at 9 o'clock? So ask for another time. But the important thing is, if you ask for another time, be there. You know, in other words, you don't say, could we talk about this at 9 o'clock, and then you're on the phone. Or could we talk about this at 9 o'clock, and you say, you know, I'm really too tired to listen to you tonight, I'll, I'll, we'll talk later. Okay? So if you ask for another time, pick a time that you can be available. Excuse me and be available we have a rule in my house if you want to talk to Rick turn the television off there's nothing on TV that I care enough about even if it's something if it's the middle of the mystery and I'm just about to find out who solved it I might say then could I talk in five minutes but otherwise turn the TV off because it irritates me I'm trying to watch the T V and I'm trying to listen to you and I'm not getting either done. And I'm like mm-hmm. So turn it off. So that's the rule. If the T V goes off, I know it's important. But see, I set a rule that if you turn the T V off, I know it's important. I'm I'm available. Sometimes, especially if it's, you know, when we're fighting, if there's a fight going on, and that doesn't happen very often, but if, if there is, I sometimes have to say, you know, I can't respond right now because I can't, I'm still feeling what you're telling me, and I need time to really feel what you've said before I can talk about it which is fine. I mean, we have a right to feel our feelings and so forth. It also allows me time to stop being defensive. It sometimes allows me time to call my sponsor so I don't say something stupid that I'm going to have to make amends for the next day. So it gives me time. But the point is, in terms of accountability, and that's what we're talking about here, it's crucial if we're going to um, do our jobs. Now, WE SAID THE GROUPS HAVE THE ULTIMATE AUTHORITY. THEY'VE GIVEN OPERATIONAL AND um, ADMINISTRATIVE AUTHORITY TO THE CONFERENCE. THE CONFERENCE IS MADE UP OF DELEGATES, WORLD SERVICE OFFICE TRUSTEES, AND ABOUT NINE STAFF MEMBERS AND THREE MEMBERS OF THE EXECUTIVE COMMITTEE. SO IT'S ABOUT 100 PEOPLE. I THINK LAST YEAR IT WAS 95 OR 96. It's the, those 96 people represent over, technically they represent 16,000 groups in the US and Canada, but they are the spiritual voice of Al-Anon around the world. So they represent essentially 25,000, 26,000 groups around the world, because most all structures follow the direction or the guidance of the World Service Conference. THERE'S NO GOVERNANCE. WE'LL TALK ABOUT THAT IN THE WARRANTIES. THERE'S NO GOVERNANCE. IT'S THE SPIRITUAL GUIDANCE THAT COMES FROM THE CONFERENCE. SO THE LINE OF ACCOUNTABILITY THEN IS, THE GROUP ELECTS A GR. THE GR GOES TO ASSEMBLY AND ELECTS A Delegate. DELEGATE. THE DELEGATE GOES TO THE CONFERENCE, GIVES THE VOICE OF THE AREA, hears THE VOICE OF ALL THE OTHER AREAS, brings the decisions of the conference back to the assembly where the GR GR hears the report and carries it back to the and then you've got a chain of communication. See? Now you have a cycle of communication and you've closed the loop. If any one of those things breaks down, concept one and concept two can't happen. Can't happen. So you see how important it is, and you see why it's important when the delegate gives their report that they not only tell you what the decisions were, but they tell you why the decisions were made. Groups need to hear. They talked about this. They talked about that. They All of the opinions that were expressed. You don't need to know the blood and gore, but you do need to know that some people were opposed and other people were concerned about this and other people had this idea. Why? Because then your group will know that its idea was heard. Okay? Maybe your delegate didn't say it because some other delegate got up and said it. The point is, if you're against something and someone gave that idea at the conference and it was considered, Regardless of the decision, you know your voice was heard and we can accept the group conscience. One of the hardest things that I had to learn about Tradition 2 and the group conscience was I believed that God was in the group conscience when I agreed with the group conscience. (laughs) And I also had to learn that God is in the group conscience of the group conscience that I don't agree with. And what I believe, because these are spiritual principles, is that when the group conscience makes a bad decision, God, will change that decision. I don't have to. It isn't up to me. It's up to me to understand and support the group conscience. And we'll talk about what happens if you don't agree and how you can do that uh, when we get to concept five. In uh, concept three, um, we hear that the right of decision makes effective leadership possible. And um, this is one where um, people don't, you know, this isn't one of the glamorous uh, concepts, so people don't really think about it. I know it's, uh, I don't know, um, I think the, is there a way to maybe turn the heat up a little bit? We're making ice up here in the front of the room. Um People are shivering, and and they're warming me up. (laughs) I'm shaking here. Um, Anyway, the right of decision makes effective leadership possible. Now, what this is, the spiritual principle in Concept 3 is about mutual trust. And in Al-Anon, this is a huge issue. Okay Because when we got here, we didn't trust anybody we didn't trust anybody. I mean, we saw as, as I was the child of an alcoholic. I saw my father drinking, I saw him pass out, and the next morning it was he wasn't drunk What? And, you know, you say to the alcoholic, uh, we're having gumbo at 6 o'clock. I'll be there. And they don't come back till 2 a.m. And you say, well, you said you'd be home at 6 o'clock. No, I didn't. (laughs) So the idea of trust is broken when we come to Al-Anon. And so we're all afraid of... Trusting one another. We're afraid in the group, you know, you say we're anonymous, but maybe you're going to carry my story and tell somebody and that's going to create a problem. And so um, trust is a big thing. And many of us won't take a job in Al-Anon because we're afraid of being criticized. You know, because what? That's what happened. When the last GR had the job, when she walked out of the room, we all talked about her. Can you believe that? So boring. How could you be so boring? Well, what does that say? When we act like that, what do we teach new people in service? That's what's going to happen to you. So we have to think about the idea are these people our trusted servants or not? And are we willing to give them the level of trust that we would want if we had the job? See, that's the spiritual principle. I already said that I have to accept group conscience decisions that I don't agree with, and I have to believe that the people who made those decisions love Al-Anon as much as I do. Okay? There isn't anyone who is trying to destroy Al-Anon, regardless of their motives, because what would the purpose of that be? How could that be helpful? And the same thing is true in our families. No one is knowingly trying to destroy our family. We have sick people in our family, and they're doing crazy and sick things. But the hardest thing for me to accept was when my sponsor said, when he goes to the bar, he isn't even thinking about you. You're not even in consideration. Well, it's hard to be... I mean, it's easy to be upset that you're not in consideration, but it's hard to believe that he's drinking to get even with me when I'm not even in consideration. Okay, And so this whole idea of mutual trust is that there are enough people to do the work in Al-Anon, there is enough work to be done in Al-Anon. We have to spread the responsibility and we have to trust the people that we give the jobs to to do the best that they can do. And that's what this concept is about. So when we send the GR to assembly, we send them with the knowledge that our group in its limited understanding had right that's what we know we all know what we know we don't know much more than that because you know we're not all sitting there reading the conference summary every night before we go to bed and so we you know we we know what we think we know we know what we think the concepts or the traditions or the steps say so we give our opinion and and then we trust the GR to take our opinion to the the assembly so that our voice can be heard. But when it comes time to vote, we trust the GR to vote what is best for Al-Anon around the world, not what is best for our group. It isn't about our group. It's about Al-Anon and the Al-Anon growth around the world. And the same thing is true with our families if we give someone a job we have to give them enough trust to be able to do the job and we need to give them um, the level uh, we have to explain to them what is the level of their authority so if I say to you go to the store and buy milk. And you come home with chocolate milk. What do I say? Thank you. What am I going to do with chocolate milk? Well, what did you ask for? Milk. Milk. What did you get? Milk. Milk. You didn't say it couldn't be chocolate. You didn't say, you know, you didn't say it had to be half percent uh, with a purple lid on the top and, and a half-gallon size, and they bought three gallons of chocolate milk. You didn't say. You just said buy milk. So if you want to give more direction, if you want to say go to the store, buy a half-gallon a gallon of, I don't know, Borden's uh, fat Free chocolate or uh, white milk in a plastic container with a screw top. (laughs) Okay, if that's if that's the level that you're into, that's fine. What I want you to understand is that involves when I go to the store to buy that milk. How much decision am I making in buying that milk? None. 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 You have given me no authority. So when you say, Well, I'm sending my children to the store because I want them to learn authority.
0: That
1: ain't it. And the same thing is true when we're talking about, you know, whatever the task is. If we give someone a task and then we decide that we're going to then take the task back and think about, again, in terms of your work life, if your boss gives you a job and then sits down at the computer and starts typing, how do you feel? You know, and, and that's really what the issue is. So, concept three tells us that we trust you enough that you will make the right decision and that that decision will be what's best for Al Anon as a whole. And and we'll accept it. And we'll say thank you. And so that's really what that's really what Concept Three is telling us is that um, mutual trust is essential uh, for people to be successful in all their endeavors. Are you beginning to see how the concepts build on one another? And I missed this at the beginning, but all 36 spiritual principles, the steps, the traditions, and the concepts, build upon one another. You see, we're not ready to go to what's good for the health of our group until we've come along in our personal recovery enough that we can trust that's when we carry the message to others having had a personal spiritual awakening now we've got something to carry to someone else and then that's when the unity of the group becomes more important because it's not about what I want to happen during the meeting none of my business it's about what's best for the group as a whole and my level of, of vote in that is one. I'm not the authority. In fact, in my group, they don't even know that I'm the... Well, some people do, but most people don't even know that I'm the executive director. They just think, oh, that's Rick. He comes... He's been here a long time.
0: <laughs>
1: but I don't get a special seat. If I'm late, I sit in the back. But that's what that's what concept um, three is about. It's about mutual trust and um, and the need to do that. So when the when the delegate comes back, that's why it's important in terms of accountability to build that mutual trust. That the whole discussion is brought back. So what does that mean then for the GR? You need to be sure and be able to bring that same level of information on assembly decisions back to the group. Now, you know, I don't know, you've got to figure out for your group, but I don't know that you want to say, we talked for three hours about whether or not the newsletter editor could send another edition of the newsletter this year. Yeah. Some of you have been in those discussions. We we fought for three assemblies over whether the delegate could have an extra $50 to go to uh, the World Service Conference for personal needs. You know, I mean, sometimes we just go on and on and on about nothing. But if you think about it, that's what we do at home. You know, we don't... We try to believe that we act differently in the group than we do at home. It's supposed to be the other way around. We're supposed to learn in the group how to behave so that when we go home, we act like that. (laughs) And that we take the spiritual way of thinking from the group in our minds to our homes and bring back that same kind of idea. And that's why people say, you've changed, because they can see a spiritual difference in how we work. Uh, Concept four is the most quoted concept and the least understood. (laughs) Participation is the key to harmony. This concept is most often used as an excuse to meddle. Every time I want to stick my nose in what you're doing, I say, participation is the key to harmony. (laughs) And it seldom is. Think about it. If I ask you to do the dishes, and now I've got my hands in with your hands in the dishwater, is that going to be the key to harmony? (laughs) Uh Uh-uh. In fact, it usually results in dishes flying.
0: <laughs> and
1: nobody's drinking. It also it also is not the key to harmony when we decide after you've done the job to redo it. You know, so you, let your, you ask your spouse to wash the dishes. One of the trustees told a story. She used, to make, she used to ask her husband to make the bed, and then when she thought he wasn't looking, she went back in and remade the bed. And she said, he said to her, if you're going to remake the bed anyway, why are you asking me to do it? You see, we send a message to people that I'm more capable than you are. And then participation is not the key to harmony. Um, Several years ago, I was going to do, if you come to my group and I'm chairing the meeting, you always know it's going to be something weird. Rick always does different things. And one night I had, the. you know, we used to sit in a circle, and one night I had the chairs all arranged differently, and I went to the bathroom, and when I came back, this other member came in. And she saw all the chairs in a circle, and she rearranged all of them. She put them back the way they were. And I said, uh, uh, I, She said, oh yeah, the chairs were in, the, they were in a circle, but I fixed them.
0: <laughs>
1: and I thanked her, and then said, You know, uh, I put them in a circle, would you help me put them back? So participation is the key to harmony when you're invited to participate. It's the key to harmony when you're invited to participate. So if I ask you to help me, then it can be the key to harmony. But I need to be clear, again, what I'm asking you to do. If I say... Go set up the chairs. Does it matter which way the chairs are set? No, No, because I didn't tell you. But if I say, will you help me put the chairs in a circle, is it clear what I'm asking? Yes. That's the key to harmony. Now, you feel important because you've done something. You've helped me get ready. I feel important because I didn't have to, oh, my God, there's no one to help. And we both had success. And that's what the important principle in concept four is, that it's mutual respect. I respect you enough to invite you into the process. It doesn't matter how the job gets done. It only matters that it gets done. If you don't like to balance your checkbook, can you give that job away? Yes. Yeah. If your 12 year old's a math whiz, let them balance the checkbook. Right? You're still writing the checks, don't worry. It's not going (laughs) to. But the important thing is that you give someone a job and you set it, you give them the job in such a way that they can be a success, because that's what we're all looking for in Al-Anon. We're looking for that level of success that we can um, know that we're worthy and worthwhile. But that's, that's what's important. It's important to clarify what responsibilities are being given and what responsibilities are not. Because if we don't make that clear, what's going to happen? You're going to have chaos, okay? And if you think about it, if any of you've ever been on the convention committee, the state convention committee, you know, every once in a while, um, you'll have the state chair, and then you'll have the co-chair, and then you'll have like the hospitality chair, and you say you're in charge of hospitality, and the next thing you know, they have 18 wheelers pulling up with all this food and all this stuff, and and then they hand the treasurer this receipt for about $300. You say, well, wait a minute. We didn't say you could spend $300. And what's the response? You didn't say how much I could spend. You told me I did hospitality. I did hospitality. So it's really important that when when we're talking about this, that we clarify what the responsibility is and what isn't being requested. See, that's the other thing. It's not only what is, but what isn't part of the job. And once it's clarified, the way that they do it doesn't matter. Okay. If I ask you to make breakfast and you make breakfast, does it matter whether or not you use the Teflon pan or the iron skillet Doesn't matter. Okay? It doesn't matter if you served it on the china or on paper plates. If all I said was make breakfast. If those things are important, you have to clarify it. If it's not important, let it go. Even if it drives you nuts, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) Don't say anything. Because if you say something, what have you done? Now you've created again the situation where you've made that person feel not successful. And you know what that does to you. And you don't want to do that to someone else. So concept four is about mutual respect and the idea that if we want to invite people to participate it can be the key to harmony now if you don't want to in, if you're going to do it all yourself don't irritate the rest of us and act a, and ask us to pretend that we're part of your committee we got other stuff to do we'll stay home we'll come to the event we'll tell you you're wonderful you know we'll say <clears throat>
0: <coughs>
1: but you know But at least we won't have, like, six months of everyone wanting to kill one another. And people crying, and people dropping out of service, and I'm never doing that again, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, that's not what Al-Anon's about, and we're not supposed to do that. Concept five. The rights of appeal and petition, and just so some of you um, know, After this one, I'm going to open the floor. So if I've triggered some ideas for you or ways that you could use the concept or uh, some ideas, uh, I'm going to invite you to come up in a few minutes and open the floor. Concept five is the rights of appeal and petition, protect minorities, and ensure that they be heard. Now, the spiritual principle in concept five is that we agree to listen that's what it's about concept five is that I agree to listen it's it's warming up again I think that's why they're um, yeah we're gonna turn it back on he's, he's doing it but he's doing it he's um, oh they're doing another one okay all right okay. Thanks. Um, so concept five is the right to be heard. This is, this is really important now. And not the right to be right. Okay. Concept five is about the right to be heard, not the right to be right. And a lot of people, when they hear about the minority appeal, believe that the minority appeal is my right to beat you all into submission until you agree to my point of view. Right? And so, if I don't like the group's decision, I say, minority appeal, minority appeal.
0: Okay?
1: So the spiritual principle is that I have a right to be, uh, I have a right to be heard I don't have a right to be right, and the rest of the principle is that once heard, I agree to accept the group conscience. See, that's the part that we leave out. I didn't get my way. I'll say it next week. No. It's not the way that it works. You know, there's a page in the ODAT that says, if I tell the alcoholic something once, I have a right to express my opinion if I believe that perhaps they didn't hear me (laughs) I have a right to say it a second time the third time is nagging and the same thing is true with the minority appeal you get one time to give your minority appeal and then you agree to accept the group conscience. Now, we have another thing in Al-Anon that can help some people. If you don't like the group's decision, start a new group. Go to another group. You know, we used to have a lot more groups getting formed in the 50s and 60s because people didn't like the way other people did it. You know, we used to say the only thing you need to start a group is a resentment and a coffee pot. (laughs) it's much simpler now most of the churches don't let us use coffee pots so you just need a resentment (laughs) see we can have meetings 24 hours you know so it's like if, if your group wants to close with the Lord's Prayer and you've talked about it and that drives you crazy get over it start a new group Your group will close with the declaration or your group will close with the serenity prayer or your group will close with a hum. (laughs) Lois said it didn't matter how you close. It only needed to close with the spiritual moment. There is no one right way to close a meeting. There's no one right way to open a meeting. The purpose is that we help and support families and friends of alcoholics. The other things are tradition. They're not and that's tradition with the small T, not tradition with the big T with there are twelve of them. This is just we've always done it that way. There are a lot of things that we've always done that way. It's okay. Doesn't matter. But if you don't want to always do it that way, start a new group. But don't irritate everybody else in your old group. There was a woman who used to come to our meeting. She fought about smoking. The church took care of it. She didn't want us to be a smoking meeting. We kept voting to be a smoking meeting because we said there weren't enough meetings that people could smoke in. And then the church said, our insurance won't allow you to smoke anymore. So that took care of it. She stopped coming to the meeting. (laughs) See, sometimes the, the fight the battle is more interesting than the ultimate result, and we have to take our own inventory as, that, as we think about that. Okay, I'm going to open the floor for about mm, five, six minutes, seven minutes, um, and invite any of you who would like to come up. And for those of you who um, who don't think you could do this, um, let me just say before I go on, um, this is the safest place in the world to share this is just like your home group i know it seems like it's more people but we love you the same way you can't say the wrong thing we're not going to criticize you and we need to hear what you have to say and if you're one of those people like i don't do microphones but your stomach's turning to like, well maybe get up. That's God saying. You've got something to share. And and we're gonna be thrilled. We don't care. You know. So I'm gonna open the floor. You've heard the first five concepts, you've heard the idea of if we want to hold on, we have to let go. If we wanna keep power, we have to let go. We have to be accountable. We have mutual trust mutual respect, and the right to be heard, but not the right to be right. So if you have an example of one of those concepts, whether you knew it or not, that you used in your personal life that you could share, we'd like to hear it, or um, if you have an example in your life that had you known this concept, (laughs) you you would have been happy (laughs) to have used it. We'd like those two. And I'll open the floor up for a little time.
0: Hi, I'm Kay. Kay. When I saw this participation as the key to harmony, it just made me think back 45 years ago, the first time I sent my husband to the store. I love parsley when I cook, and I said, and we need parsley. He came back with a bag of parsley seeds. I wish I